Hi, I'm Steph. And I'm Matt. And this is Drink Drink with with Matt Matt and Steph, Steph. a podcast about relationships, quarantine, and and drinking. drinking. Hello. Hello. Welcome Welcome to to Drink Drink with with Matt Matt and Steph, Steph, the podcast where we drink and try not to kill each other. Cheers. Cheers to not killing each other yesterday. Oh my God, we almost killed each other. Uh, Before we get into that. Yeah. What are we drinking, Matt? I believe this is a classic Negroni. Very classic Negroni. Maybe with a splash of extra gin. So I, th- I mean, come on, because we all need a little extra. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I... That was a courtesy laugh. That was very kind of you. <laughs> well, you deserve a courtesy mm-hmm. laugh every now and then. I mean, you deserve real laughs. Courtesy laughs, courtesy flushes. Sure. All the things. So, uh, what I was going to say was that uh, my favorite recipe for Negroni is generally equal parts. Mm-hmm. One to one to one. So, gin, Campari, and sweet, sweet vermouth. vermouth. Uh, chill the glass, obviously, while you're getting everything together. Do not shake. Do it with stir, right? Mm-hmm. And um, But then I also have read other recipes where the gin, you bump up the gin a little bit. So you can I, tweak it to your heart's content. Sure. So, I just bumped the gin up by, like, maybe one extra ounce Compared to everything else? Well, once when we were... Uh, oh, I forgot the orange peel. That's oh, important. Oh, damn you. I know. I screwed up, you guys. That's all right. I'll forgive you this time. I know. Oh, but I was saying once when we were um, visiting our friends, uh, when we traveled to Hispania. Why did I add the Castilian lip? I really... No, I shouldn't have done that. Um, Once when we traveled you're to you're an asshole. An asshole. An asshole. You're an asshole. Now we're both assholes. Yeah, we're both assholes. Um, <laughs> so we were in uh, Catalan in um, Begor, Spain. Mm. And we hit a, 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 a supermarket because you can get liquor in their supermarkets. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And so we had that, a yeah. full bar in our hotel mm-hmm. specifically so we could make Negronis. Nothing to shake it in. Nothing to shake it in. I'm really good at impromptu cocktail That's wizardry. But we had, I think we had Use Aperol. Bathroom glasses. Bathroom glasses, chilling the booze on the windowsill, mm-hmm. and it was Aperol instead of Campari, yeah, which so meant it was a little sweeter. Right, we used a little less Aperol. We used a little bit less of the Aperol. Yeah. Or no, less of the sweet and, vermouth. Oh, and yeah, dry vermouth with the Aperol. Oh, that's what it was. Do we use dry vermouth or sweet vermouth for that? We might not have had dry vermouth, so we might have we just We might have just been drinking sweet. straight Aperol. Yeah, <laughs> with gin. So. No, I think you're right. I think we did use... Some kind of vermouth. I just can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a magical trip we had it taken. Was, I remember that. Because our friends are important to us. Remember when we took trips, Matt? Uh, when I, we I, left our house? Here's the thing. Like, remember I really, that? Yeah, I refuse to because if I actually start to think about the things that I miss, I, know. I think I will be paralyzed with grief. I know. Well, I think, speaking of grief, <laughs> I feel very strongly that what happened this week between you and I, and mm-hmm. we'll, we're going to get into some of the details, uh, I I think was really a lot about grief and not allowing myself to have some grief. Um, yeah, so what happened? This was on Wednesday or Thursday? Today's Friday. can't even remember what day I think it was What Wednesday. day is today, TGIF? Um, yeah, I think it was Wednesday because I remember... Mm-hmm. Yes, because I had therapy. I've already on blacked it out. FaceTime. Oh wait, no, Thursday. that was last night's Negronis. <laughs> you had Negronis last night too. Oh, that's right. They you did. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I had mostly wine. So. Oh right. Yeah. I had wine um, and Negronis. We are headed towards a quarantine AA. Uh, mm-hmm. No, but um, Wednesday. That's right. It was Wednesday, and God, that feels so long ago. Tell me about it. <laughs> Wednesday was a long day. 
Um, it's been a long week. You were working in the morning. And, mm-hmm. and oh, I was working nonstop. That was part of the, the, the challenge. So you and I have very different schedules. And very different right styles now. of communicating. Well, yes. That's par for the course. Yeah. Well, we knew that. But I mean, sorry, it touched my face. Oh my God, you guys, she touched her face. <gasps> we have to end the podcast. Uh no, so, we just have to disinfect it. That's right. I'm going to put my no my face in my Negroni. There you go. It's alcohol, right? <laughs> if I blow bubbles. No, I'm going to blow bubbles. Are you going to blow bubbles? <laughs> Wait, before we tell the story, should I, t- I should tell them that Matt has this gigantic martini glass. And we saw that post of Ina Garden. And Ina with the Cosmos, like, eh, eh, what? It, it's this whole thing about any... Any time in quarantine is cocktail. He's, she's like, I love to have cocktail hour. And any hour is cocktail hour during quarantine. And then she like, she's like, I like to use like a cup of vodka. And she's making cosmopolitans. And she's got this like gigantic shaker. And she just pours the whole bottle of vodka in. And then like, I don't know, like a half a cup of, of cranberry juice. And then like a whole or like a half a bottle of Cointreau. And like... Ooh, that was a classic Cosmo. the way she shakes it up, it's like her hands are... It's like she's shaking like a pair of twins. Like they're so... It's so big. You know, it's funny. A, I love the sound of shaking, you know, the cocktail shaker. But also, that's actually really good functional fitness. Mm. You know, because it's a fluid. It's the instability of the shaking fluid in the, the container. The yeah, glass. it's really good for shoulder stability. And you're like... Good job, Ina. Yeah, so she's shaking her martini glass... And it's huge. Takes like you know two hands to shake it, and then she pulls out this gigantic martini glass. And like, I was like the one I have in my hand. I was like, Matt, how's that martini glass? Yep. So she pours it and she starts drinking it. It's so funny. So um, I said, Matt, you have to pull out that martini glass for today. So and I did. And we did, and we took a picture. Yep. A so we'll po- we posted it. Um, so back to the fight. Back to the fight. Your favorite thing. Oh my goodness. My favorite thing. Our favorite thing. It was it was rough. It was um, rough, you guys. And it wasn't even about anything that important. Which is the way it always is, right? Like, and it's usually other. It's it's usually various emotional states that are contributing to the misunderstanding. The misunderstanding was the catalyst. I feel like. Sure. Yeah. For sure. And then all the feelings surrounding that, yeah. the like feelings of not being heard, the feelings of of not like you're trying to. I'm trying to say something, and that's not being understood. And then like I'm. Like, just a lot of that stuff. So what happened was, is um, Matt's been amazing about cl- helping to clean and, like, dishes. And, like, like on Saturday, was it Sunday, he, like, went through this big closet for us. And, like, he's making all this space. One of her costume closets. Working so hard. Oh, wait, hard. and the, well, both of the closets. The hardware he, closet and the costume yeah, closet. Yeah, like. He, and the office desk. He went through, and, like, the whole office desk, he, like organized it and cleaned it and we've just been and then I was in the other room cleaning the bathroom and cleaning out the kitchen because we're trying to do deep cleans you know pretty frequently just to stay clean and 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 tidy and And to prepare for the end of the world right to prepare for the end of the world because we got closet space so hashtag bunkers he's been doing all that stuff and then um I started to notice because you're on a different eating schedule than I am, too. Oh, 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 I'm on a very different so eating schedule. So he's doing a fast mm-hmm. until about Which is like, pre-dinner-ish. Yes. Yeah, so I, I used to do intermittent fasting when I was uh, uh, in the fitness industry, and I found it really works for me, especially um, these days when I'm not moving and uh, when you don't necessarily know when the next time you're going to be able to get to the store or get a delivery is. So I've been doing a what's called a 16-8-hour <clears throat> fast 
which is really actually pretty easy because half of that time is spent sleeping. And then I just right. don't eat until after four or drink. Right. So, but I will also preface that by saying, um, if that's something you're interested in doing, do your research, please do your do homework. Some research, don't take my word for it. It's also not for everybody. No. And um, and it also can work very differently for women in mm-hmm. particular. Um, there there is a thing for women. I've done it before, but it's it's difficult and um, and it can because you want to make sure you're getting enough calories in general. And I, I just want to preface that by saying, like, we're not doctors and we're not suggesting that you go out and do intermittent. You know what we should do? We should just have a massive disclaimer on the website so that we we don't have to make disclaimers. Oh, that while says we're like talking. like everything. Don't listen to us. Like, like literally, just listen don't to us. Listen to us, but, but don't, don't listen to yeah. us. <laughs> I love that. Don't take and don't take our. It's not advice. We're not making advice. Yeah, this is this is entertainment. We're just telling you what we do. We're exploiting our relationship we for your benefit. For your benefit, yeah. so that you can laugh and point f- point at us and be like, That's... We, "Don't worry, we won't read the comments. We won't read the. We're gonna read the comments. We're gonna read the comments." But we're gonna we're gonna not cry about it. We might yeah. cry about well, it. Well, no, I take things very personally, you guys. So I'm, I'm working on it. I'm gonna say which contributes to the argument. Back we had to yesterday. this argument yeah. about taking things personally. So I go in and I because I'm I get up in the morning to make my breakfast. You know, you like pretty much later than Matt's been up. Matt's been up for like an hour and a half or so. And I get up and I go to make my breakfast and the thing is, is all, there's like all these dishes from the night before and I can't do it. And so then I'm feeling, you know, like I'm drowning and I can't get through it and I can't make anything because I don't have space. And let me preface this by saying we live in New York City. We don't have a big kitchen. Although we it's, do have two sinks because it can be turned into a kosher kitchen. We live in a, a, a building that has a lot of orthodox folks and so they want to um you know be able to provide for them and so that was something that super cool they put in was a second sink they just didn't know that us goys were coming in to rent the place so anyhow you'd think that would make cleaning your part your kitchen and doing dishes easier so i went into matt and i was like i because i didn't want him to feel like i was blaming him but i was looking for help and i said i feel like I'm so worried that if I talk about this, we're going to rehash it in a bad way. We might. But I feel like you're, I, what did I say? I feel like there's a lot of dishes in the sink and I feel, I feel like I'm, they're piling up and I'm the only one doing them. And, and I was trying to say that, but that's not, may, may not necessarily be true. And I said, so I was saying, can you, I'm looking for help later on at some point can you help me with them because i'm feeling overwhelmed so what i heard was (laughs) you're not doing enough i'm the only one doing dishes do something about it i mean in your defense that might not have been the the my opening for that was maybe not the best thing oh thank you so much she finally admitted it you guys no no, it's not that it's wrong it's not wrong it's just knowing you like knowing that you take stuff like that personally i i could do better well, but i also didn't like i also we sometimes i act like i ask for things in that same way and it's fine it just depends on what it is well, and what you're mo- doing well that's the thing more than anything it depends on what i'm doing and the time and whatnot and and something that we've have talked about is i am i'm challenged when i'm interrupted from a task um it doesn't literally it physically doesn't feel good and so especially if it's if I'm writing or if I'm problem solving or if I'm just or even if it's just taking attendance for my class if if I'm interrupted it's very jarring 
And, um, and so that was definitely a part of it too. Even though we had been conversing, we've been talking back and forth that morning. Right, yeah. So I didn't know that you were in the middle of something that needed any kind of, or some sort of level of focus. And I think if people that are listening to this uh, that are in any kind of a couple or, or a even or, or throuple or in a, in a, a roommate situation, mm-hmm. you're working from home. It's very difficult to notice um, when somebody's working and when they're just, you know, being at their computer. It, it's, Although you've always, honestly, anytime I've been at my computer at our table, you have told me before that you're never sure what I'm doing if I'm working or if I'm just well, that's true. online. That's true. Which is another, you know, so has I think been a point of contention. The thing that we we discovered after the point <laughs> was that <laughs> way after that, you know, it's hard for Matt to remember. Well, I shouldn't speak for you, but just about say like I said, you should tell me that you you don't want to be interrupted or that we should talk about this another oh, oh, time. Oh, I know because this like this has come up before, which is. For some reason, Excuse me, I'm burping my Negroni. Me, I just burped too. I don't know if you heard it in the microphone. I, tried to I know it. we're using new microphones, so Ooh, I know I got fancy lavaliers. We're gonna find out what that sounds Over like. Over the course of the last few episodes, depending on how they turn out, because we still have to edit them, um, I'm trying to be very uh, transparent with the process. Let me see if this. Yeah, see, isn't that fun? It's somewhat soothing. She just was it slurping or bubbles? No, I slurped, but I'm I'm curious to know. Later, it if it's like. gonna, yeah, if it's yeah. gonna make noise. So keep going. Well, I didn't interrupt. Just like something that's come up in the past that we've like noticed. Ah, is when Steph, uh, say, wants to say, say, this makes me sound so uh, controlling. When Steph wants to oh, no, say keep, something, keep telling yeah, me. When Steph wants to, no, when I'm, when we're both working, when we're both in our worlds, and, 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 you know, uh, I get interrupted or, you know, whatever. I, I don't actually realize that I can say, oh, hey, now's not a good time. Can we talk about this later? Like, literally, that's not in my vocabulary, and I don't know why. And so I'm working on that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because what will often happen is, well, I guess you know what it is. Yeah, I don't know if you know this. Something that's actually really important to me. Well, I'm a woman. I don't know anything. That's true. Um, so. <laughs> no, I think if there's people that don't know you well enough to know that that is... That was an attempt at so, sarcasm. That was an attempt. That's not even something that Matt would ever yeah, think I'm, or feel or But Steph likes it when I try to be misogynistic. But it's funny like, it makes her giggle. And that's all, I, that's all I live for. Like, I just want to make you giggle with my misogynism. Then do the dishes so I can giggle more. I'm just kidding. Wait, excuse me? <laughs> me doing the dishes has nothing to do with misogyny. Um, uh, I think that that like millions of women everywhere would disagree with you. Wait, no, me doing the dishes has nothing to do with misogyny. Meaning, me doing the dishes is the opposite. Yeah, me right. me requesting you to do dishes. Yeah, not you requesting. I said I know, me I doing. I said it. if you, you said do if the you dishes, do I'll I giggle do, more. But yeah, I do do the dishes. I, know, I'm just being I do funny. them all the fucking time. I'm being funny. See, this is a, this is this. Here's the deal. You hear my voice? You hear it? Like this is getting heightened. I, dishes are an issue for me. I do them. I do them regularly, they're, and I do them well. They're nonstop. I they're know. nonstop. We don't have it. Here's uh, you know what part of the challenge is. You know, if you live in New York, we, we don't, don't have, have a dishwasher. dishwasher. And so the dishwasher is Steph or Matt. Yeah, well, mostly Matt, which I don't mind, <laughs> because the issue was. Whoa. No, no, I'm serious. <laughs> Whoa. No, you guys. You, we're getting back into it. <laughs> because you felt like you were the one doing the mostly, but unfortunately. Just for like a day or two. Yeah, thank you. Just for a day or two. She felt like she'd been doing them more than I had no. for a day or two. I was feeling overwhelmed. 48 hours. And now we understand you were feeling overwhelmed, and I accept your apology. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 
Look, if we were not so far removed from what had happened and drinking, I probably would be take that way more. Well, personal. and let me tell y'all, we recorded. Uh, uh, we oh. recorded. I don't know what you would call it. What the fuck did we record? Well, we recorded our fight. Yeah. Well, no. We had the fight. And then we. And then we recorded. You said to me later in the day, you were asking me a question, and I kind of gave you like a kind of response, and you were sort of like. What's wrong? Are you mad? I was like, yes, actually I am. I'm and I said I was too. I still was too. really upset yeah. about what happened earlier. And you were like, well, so am I. And you were like. I love it when she, I actually like, don't love it when she tries to do an impression so of me. Because that's not what I, I sound know, I like. Sound, I make him sound like some like doofus surfer. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> You're not a doofus surfer, but it feels really I mean, good. I mean, I would like to be a doofus surfer. Um, <laughs> Being a doofus surfer would be my best no, life. No, you don't be want to. way better than. So mad, super mad. So I, I said, I said to him, um, you know, that I was mad, and you were like, "Let's record our podcast and talk about it," <laughs> which is a terrible idea, you guys. And we we recorded it though. We recorded it, and we had it out. And, and so that is on Steph's hard drive. It was rough. And I don't know if or when we'll share. I think it. we should have a maybe. Maybe we should do like a fundraiser or like. Whoever spends X, Y, and Z money for like, I don't, know. don't put a price on our relationship or like and the fallout. No, I mean, meaning it's you know it's if there's useful stuff. If it in serves there, us and we if might it serves people, share some things. But because it's a is it is I mean is this about lifting the curtain a little bit maybe or just I think we're lifting or? the curtain now. I hope so. But I I also would say um, it. Do, I mean. I don't know. Use your words. Well, no, I was thinking that we, you and I should go back and listen to it. Just Eventually. I'm not ready to do that Just yet. so that we can, like, hear when we're outside of the emotion, like, what's yeah. happening and how that clouds your feelings, cloud what oh you my say, God, and, like, absolutely. how you treat each other. And it feels so important. It feels like the it's time. the end of the world in the moment. It feels like it's death. It's it's not, it's the end. And for me, when I when I was asking for help, or what I thought I was, I thought I was asking for some help. And I, and like Matt, you responded with, you know, you were, you were like, well, I have been working and I've been doing this and this and that and the other. And for me, it came across like what you were doing is so much more important than dishes. Mm. And what you were doing was way more valuable. And like what I was doing was like the bullshit stuff. And like, and I know that's not what you were saying, but that's what I was feeling coupled with the world is fucking ending is what it feels like. There is and so there's that patina so over everything, right? Heavy happening yeah. right now, and it felt so huge. And then, I would say also as far as, um, and then our space. We live in a small space. We don't have outdoor space unless we leave Although, our multi building. We're thinking of using our fire escape because that's a lovely patio. You think? I think. Oh yeah. I. I mean, it's right but on it's our. It's not bin- raining. No, it's on. It's right off of our bedroom. I've. You know, I've spray painted out there. I had a. An, I imagined when you when you offered that as an idea. I am. I actually imagined us accidentally letting, the um, f- the fire escape door. Oh like, no. There's like a metal. If no. If everyone's. You, don't you know. Live in New yeah. York City, then you don't know. Like this is a classic old school New York City fire escape. You have a metal door. Yeah. That oh. Locks. Yep. It's like cage. It's a cage. People from like. Coming in, because like you can come up from like the base of the fire escape. Yeah, if you're you a cat can, burglar, you could totally come up totally and burglar get cats. So, but I had this like bad feeling that we would go out on the fire escape and accidentally lock, lock ourselves, ourselves out. In, yeah. That's fair. Well, but we have a beach umbrella, 
and you know we could oh, put up sparkly right. lights. No, seriously, I think we should like. Do you, you know, think people? But but should up our fire escape. Do you a think bit. that like we would get in trouble for that? Well, so technically you're not allowed out on your fire escape, but a. Uh, in the era but of social desperate times, times call for, for desperate, desperate measures. measures. And in the era of Corona, who the fuck is going to be walking? Social distancing, who's walking around? If you are, go home. And then who's going to call us out? I don't know. I'd be curious. Plus, we're white, so we could probably get away with it. That's true, but also terrible that we just said that. Why is it terrible? That's I don't a know. Fact. I guess, yeah. Well, no, this is, this is good for a different podcast. Yeah, we Embracing should talk about Embracing our whiteness is not terrible. It's crucial, that's everyone. True. That's if true. If you're white, I strongly encourage it. Yeah, that's that definitely is a discussion that needs to happen for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, we're in a, a, a very um, heavily hit area. And oh, at yeah. some point we should talk about why we think that is. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting back to trying to not kill each other, in, in, if coronavirus won't get you quarantining as a couple might. Oh my god. So I think for me I realized that you know there were a lot of spaces being taken over by projects that were you know like either your projects some of them are our projects but like um, I have a lot I'll be clear I'll I'll take it I have a lot of projects going on. And he was so teaching these classes online and like your current laptop doesn't have it's so old it doesn't have a, um, a, a camera built in. It, it does, but it just does I can't count on it. Sometimes so it cuts out on me. We, so he's been using our desktop, which is what I usually use. And so generally he works over in the in the we have like a dining nook by the windows. And I have an office desk in another room, and, and I mean in another so part. So technically, of the room. she has a space, and I'm the nomad. You're you never wanted this space. Well, no, because it's it's not near the window. Right, you chose that. It's not yeah. like it's not like I like stole this space. No, I didn't say that. I didn't. You apply were like that. you have a space, and I do. Well, no, I'm just being clear. Like I do move around, and I actually would like to but have a space. My point is. This was like a space that I was using and, and it was and you had just cleaned it and it felt I was like, Oh, it feels so good to be here, it's my space. But then I took it and over. then he had to take it over for because classes. Because it was Thursdays. It's like once a week, totally right? Totally fine. But then I also had like a little space that I was using for um, working out by the window. And I was like, oh my God, it feels really good to do like stretching and working out by this window and on my yoga mat. And then I, apparently I took it and over. And he took it over, <laughs> which is fine. Again, and then, and then, like, and then also this space on the, on the, dining room and I and I was like I just felt like I didn't have any space for myself which is a reoccurring theme in our relationship is not enough space for you you have a very large personality I do I you know absolutely but I think that one of the things I'm challenged with is you articulate not enough space for you or making sure that there's space for you and in my brain, I have two things that I begin thinking about, which is one, I exist to create space for you. Like literally our, our relationship, I, I am constantly aware of and thinking of what am I doing for you and to support you and to support us. And when it's articulated uh, that there's not enough space, I'm only thinking in the um, like three-dimensional space. Like not enough space in the bed, or not like you know which. But but what I'm hearing and in general is emotional space. Yeah, it's more it's more than the physical space because I'm like oh no, 
I actually take up less space, less space in bed than you do because I'm right on the edge of the bed. We're both on the edge. We have a queen size bed, and we're we're both pretty big. Yeah, but like I mean, not like you know, giant. But like. But a we, couple days ago, you know, I'm on the edge of my bed, and you scooted over to me to cuddle, which I love. And you're like, I need more space, and I'm like, I'm on the edge of the mattress. <laughs> She's giggling. I win. <laughs> I mean, what are we going to do? We got to get a, maybe we should get, I, I was thinking of getting a king size bed and then this happened. This, this, I was, I, I literally wanted to redo our bedroom and I ha, and, and this is not like a thing I normally do. We, the last time I, do not take my drink. But I ran out of mine. That's not my problem. Oh. Again, look at this. So this is a prime example of Matt taking my things. Whoa, whoa, my whoa, 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 whoa. Can we just talk about uh, how she likes to bite the ends off my hot dogs? We haven't had hot dogs in years. We haven't. No, it hasn't been years. It's been months. I haven't bitten the end of... That's All I'm way, saying that is it's not a euphemism. Like it's not a euphemism. It's literally when I have a hot dog, as in a Sabretz or a Nathan's... <laughs> I used to I used to turn around to talk to someone and then oh I turn back God. to my hot dog and there were two bites taking out of it. I'm sorry, but then what You don't need to apologize. It's just I just want to make sure that we recognize the hypocrisy. But it was that we're so funny here. to watch your face. Realize that my hot you dog were like, had been attacked, your face molested, and assaulted. When that end was gone, was it was so worth well, it? Well, because in the beginning, I didn't realize it was a thing, and now I offer oh, the ends, the ends of, the of my hot dogs, dogs to best. her. Because I, I don't, you know, I don't care. The first bite of the apple is the best. Sure, you, and you know what? You can have, and that's I guess one of the challenges is in my brain, I am willing to give Stephanie the first bite of everything, Aww. and yet You're like, it's still just, not enough. That's not true. No, I mean, I know, I know. It's not, it's not that it's. That's actually not true. No, but what I'm saying is, is it and feels that's, like it's not. It, it, right, and that's where part of this conflict is, which is, in, in from from her perspective, I'm hearing that y y there's not enough space for you, and from my perspective, I feel like I am consistently and constantly attempting to create that space and and, and offers. Except what you aren't realizing, or what you're not. I'm not realizing that you what the thing that you're not. Um, taking into consideration is the emotional baggage oh, and never. the history absolutely. of the other person. Yep, absolutely. So for me, when I was growing up and I had I have two siblings, I have a brother and I and I had a sister. And when my sister came along, she was five years younger than me. And um, she used to get into all my stuff and my mom would let her like there were times I would go to school and I'd come home and I had I remember I had this record player that was um, it was um, I don't know it was like was it like Disney or Jungle Book or like it, it had like it had like these what color was the cert what we yeah, what describe it I don't um, it came it was like a box so mm -hmm. it like it like uh, unfolded and it was this record player and Ooh. I would play all these records and it was and I loved music and I, it was like and I would dance and I would sing and it was like my stuff and I specifically remember I would come home and my sister had been in my room and I had Barbies and all that too and uh and I she, had a Ken doll and she would um well good for you and she would um I would come in to my bedroom and all of my records would be all like tossed all over the place. Sometimes I'd come in and my sister would be in there playing with them. And my Barbies would be tossed. They'd, she'd be chewing the feet of my, my Barbie. She loved to chew the feet. And you know, if you chew the feet, you can't put the shoes back on. 
and I get it. Like, I've chewed the feet on Barbies before, too. But I mean, they feel good in your mouth. They do. I get that. But the thing is, is that, and then I would address with my mom, and my mom would be like, oh, you know, she's a baby, whatever. It's like, there was no space or there was no boundaries. And, that, like, for mm. me, that was my space. And it was being encroached on. And then the records got scratched, and then you couldn't use them. And so it was like, that that was like a big deal for me. And I, I remember being really upset about that because it felt like, I couldn't have anything of my own. And the thing is, is like, we don't live in a big house. We live in a small one-bedroom apartment in New York City. It's a lovely one-bedroom apartment. It's so lovely. Can I describe it? But it's small. Well, let me finish my point. Okay. I know it's a long point. It's a good point. I'm sorry. I'm very long-winded today. Uh, It's a small, apartments in New York City are small. And like, if you live in a house and you came into our home... You would be like, <laughs> you would be like, wow, this is, you live here. That's, it's small. But if you were a New Yorker living in Manhattan and you came into our home, you might be like, what a huge apartment. So I, I think like how we live, it's tight. And now you've got the added stress of this thing that's happening. We've got like, we haven't really left our home and we're together all the time and navigating this. And I think Which it's a I will, lot. Well, it is a lot. And well, I guess the confusing thing for me is... We've created a life where we can be around each other a lot. Like that's always been a, important to me. That's been a value. I yeah. want I want to be around you. I love that's being really around sweet. you. I like working with you. I like creating with you. Now let's be clear. That's not just romantic. That's also complicated and challenging. I mean, Steph can talk about when we rehearse. It gets really challenging and tricky. So it's hard. It's hard work. You mean when we rehearse for like our shows? Yeah, or... absolutely. Like collaborating together, it's not a piece of cake, but it's worth it. But it's the same. I think that mirrors relationships. Any any kind of relationship that has value, that you spend lots of time together, is going to get complicated. Yes. Even if it's not a sexual relationship. I There are many creative, collaborative relationships that just get tricky. But I think that if it's tricky then you're challenging each other and it, and the complicated stuff is i think good stuff comes out of it yeah i'm always suspicious of our friends and relationships who uh ex- you get the vibe or the sense they express that oh yeah there's not a lot of tension or yeah things are fine well, like everything's really so argue. easy yeah, it's so like, easy i mean and, but then you're like well how long have you been together yeah. like you know this and that and the other and and maybe it is. Maybe for other people it's just different, and this yeah, is what maybe, it is. Maybe maybe we're horrible. Like maybe this is a dysfunctional relationship. No. I mean, I'm sure there's a, a, a level of dysfunction, well, but that's human. But what what I what I understand is that what we are experiencing is actually quite normal. Um, I um, oh, would but, but be I, very curious to hear about single people that are alone right now because i'm sure they're like i would love to have an argument with somebody right now (laughs) i mean maybe not i don't know well and honestly i want to hear from people right like we would love to talk to folks because we're so lonely lonely. (laughs) i want to know i want to hear from people and find out well like what are your stories and and how are you navigating uh, you know the era of social distancing which does not mean emotional distancing. Ooh, and ooh. whether you're single with animals or without animals or doubles or tra- thruples or roommates or um, cuddle puddles. Uh, I was listening to a really interesting podcast today yeah. that um, called Touchpoint. Mm-hmm. I started listening to or it. Or the lack thereof. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's a lot about love. I've never really listened to it before, but I listened to today's this episode today called Love, Sex, and Dating During, during COVID-19. Oof. 
And um, the host, Jared, hosted 250 plus people from 26 different countries about oh. the conversation of love, sex, and dating during COVID-19. Jared, good job. Yeah. Way to get a massive well, global cross-section. Fascinating. One of the first people he had on virtually, like they were like talking um, via, I think, like a, a Zoom or something like that. Um, but one of the first people he had on was this was this woman who um, has been participating in and hosting I don't know if she was hosting, but participating in these online um, group sex, um, like kinky sort of like um, group sex thing. Cool. And she, so she has a sexual partner um, because she's in a, they're in a uh, polyamorous Polyamorous. um, relationship. So he has a family thing and then the family knows about his relationship with this woman and they were doing a show online that like uh, people that were a part of this group could come into. Uh, and so they were doing the show. And then, of course, they could watch the audience. And though, so she was explaining all these things that they were doing because people are hard up for like hard up <laughs> for interaction. And I just thought it was so interesting. And um, she, she, she was just talking about how, you know, she was getting pleasure from this performance, but then also like what people were getting from the performance because she was watching other people that were partnered together um uh getting really hot and like having sex themselves and it was inspiring them and then it would inspire and this all her in a remote platform all on a remote platform oh that's super cool it was really fascinating the other thing the other person he had on was a woman who was um who went on her on a she found somebody online and a lot of the dating apps I think the good ones are like, hey, you know, we we know you want to meet somebody, but like, don't actually get together right now. Like, try to meet each other online, but don't actually see each other in person. And so she met this person right right as this was beginning, and they have sort of started this social distance relationship. They haven't met. Oh, in that's person. interesting. A social distance relationship, yeah. like that qualifier is fast. It was really cool, and they had a, a FaceTime date that went really really well. And they did like, I mean, she was like, we've, we've kissed and we've had sex, but it's all been remote. And I, and I haven't finished the podcast, but I'm super curious about that, like yeah. remote love and what that is. And also what, like what that will do for our, our health in general. You know what I mean? Like, oh, absolutely. Well, and, and the thing is, is this isn't the first, I mean, this is not the only example of remote love, right? Like there are many fo- uh, forms of long distance relationships. I happen to be a big fan of the the documentary series that involve long distance relationships that occur with incarcerated individuals and people out on the outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so there, this is territory that's been navigated before. It's just there's this patina of biology and, and, and uh, viruses and a pandemic, which... Uh, you know, heightens things in a post-apocalyptic, techno-dystopic fashion. Well, one could argue that um, it's now everyone's navigating the same thing Uh versus like, oh, you're privileged enough to be able to go out and see each other. And you're right, it's an an equalizer of sorts. Um, I feel like there are people laughing at us right now. Like, oh, we've been been isolating for years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally, (laughs) especially folks with... Uh, immune um, suppressed, uh, whose immune systems are suppressed, or various forms of chronic illness and disability. Yeah. And actually, those are the people that I, I, I turn towards, and I'm interested in. Um, re- I, I have been reading some really great resources because there are entire populations of people who've been navigating 
this as a way of life. And those are the people that we need to be listening to. Absolutely. Because it's really important that as we navigate this, we don't, we fulfill those needs, right, of touch in what, in the ways that we can. And we fulfill those needs of like not being lonely because we don't want to undo what we're doing, right? We don't want to give up the social distancing. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm getting at? I think at? so. Because I, I, you see it already. People are restless. Oh, yeah, people are getting... They don't yeah, want to be... The they're like, oh, I got to get outside. It's old. It's getting old. And, and get, you know, if, if that's your jam and you need to get outside, yeah, but you got to keep taking the precautions. You you know, I watched, a per, I watched somebody post their, like, their birthday parade drive-by, and I know that's a thing people are doing in the suburbs and stuff, and I think that's wonderful. But the kid was going from the lawn to the car and grabbing very close to the other people these gifts and and we know now that there's aerosol and we know now that the droplets can live on surfaces so you know it, it we are i think we're specifically talking about virus transmission yeah. virus transmission specifically so it, you know when it comes to these if you don't know what i'm talking about there uh, a lot of kids have birthdays and so people are sad and so they want to celebrate so a lot of the families are driving by people's homes and doing this parade and waving. Which you can't do in Manhattan, but I, I we have a friend in Long Island doing it. Yeah, so, so and, and that's fine. But then if you're running to the car and you're taking something barehanded and with no mask and like getting close to somebody and then also taking an item and not, there's a risk there. And so we're kind of toting this weird line because we're like, oh, maybe we can, maybe it'll be okay. And oh, it does, it, you know, this isn't going to really happen to us. And, and it's more important. And it's like, no, you, we have to sort of really find other ways yeah. and really stick to our guns about this, I yeah. think. I mean, I think I guess we should probably wrap it up soon. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about vis-a-vis our fight yesterday? Uh, or are you I feel like we kind of covered it. Yeah, I mean, I think... we got um, sound bites for days from that recording. Jeez, right. I think I, I shared with you the other day, like, I lost all of my work all at the same time. Like, everything just went down the toilet. And it happened before we even really quarantined. Mm-hmm. Like, it mm-hmm. happened before... Oh, yeah, we saw it happening, and yeah. And um, don't take my drink. I don't have any more. Well, that's your problem, not mine. Drink slower next time. Before we got quarantined, I was really, like, I lost all this work, and I never, ever, ever really took time to think about the loss of that. Mm. I was working on these projects and uh, with these clients, and I put all this work into it, only to have it all just go down the fucking toilet. And, uh, and that's painful. It's just really painful. I think I just, I was sitting in that, you know? And I think... Uh, I think it's okay to feel that loss, you know? It's a lot of loss. It's a lot of loss. I think we mentioned this in another um, session. Our friend Pam. <laughs> session. Session. Welcome to your therapy session. We're not therapists. We're not. This is not therapy. This is our disclaimer. That I'm not we don't a fan of unlicensed therapeutic cathartic. I'm, I, do not, I do not buy into catharsis, people. Um, Aris, theater died with Aristotle. But anyways, uh, our friend Pam talks about... Uh, Everyone just navigating multiple forms of grief. Yeah. Constantly and consistently. So, yeah, it's a lot. 
Well, tell us about your grief or tell us about your successes or tell us about how you're quarantining. We want to hear from you guys. Yeah. We want to um, start inviting some guests on this show because I think that'd be really fun. Yeah, how are you navigating this? Um, yeah, that's that's where we're at. Yeah, I'm going to go make another drink. <laughs> I'm going to finish mine and not let Matt take mine. Nope. Oh, tonight is Friday night. It is TGIF. I know that doesn't really mean a lot. <laughs> However, we are going to have a um, a little, not like a party, but we're going to do, no, we're going to do like a crudite. Oh, yes. A we're cr- gonna have, I love being pretentious. We're having like a crudite cocktail A crudite cocktail hour just for ourselves. That's right. You're not invited. No, you are invited. We just can't have you over. We can't have you actually you know, inside. Like, I wish you could come. But um, that, that's what we're going to do tonight, and uh, we hope you guys stay safe and well. Because what did we say when it comes to navigating this post-apocalyptic territory? How did you describe yourself, and how did you describe me? You're Betty Crocker, and I'm Walking oh, right. Dead. <laughs> yeah. Tonight, you're like you're like Game of Thrones. I am wearing my meets, casual fur. Um, Rick Astley. Yes, never going <laughs> to give you up. Never, never going to let you down. down. Never, never going to run around. Desert you. I can't desert never you. Make you. I'm cry. stuck with you never gonna forever. I think I messed up the words. You are stuck with me forever. But like, we're physic- in it, man. We're in it, man. We're in it. But we're going to get through it. High five. I got you. All right. Aw, I love you. I love you, too. We love you. we love you. Have a good one. See you later. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. You just dunk. I I didn't actually do anything. We're still recording. We don't know how to work our machines. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're idiots. We're fuck y'all. Now that the world is completely going online and via remote. We're finally getting our tech together and we're just completely lost. Yeah. My apologies.